Welcome to the Do Life and a Body You Love podcast. I'm Nikki O'Day, and we are going to talk about any and every topic that will get you showing up bigger and bolder in your life. Weight loss, relationships, mindset, it's all on the table. It may not come out real PC, but if you're sick of motivational rah-rah talks that don't lead to any real change in your life, then you're in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. Hello, friends. If you are watching this on the day that this episode launches, which is May 18th, then you are celebrating my 40th birthday with me. So thank you so much for being here. And I wanted to do something a little bit different for this episode and kind of talk about how it is that we go about doing life in a body that we love. Um, A lot of times we think that we'll be back in a body that we love once we see a certain number on the scale or our pants are a certain size. And the truth is that, yeah, we do need to have probably a certain level of health or of comfort in our bodies. Sure. But then the other piece of this is the attitude that we have towards our bodies. And so I'm going to give you 10 things that I know for a certainty to be true, that you have to take these these 10 things into account. If you're going to do life in a body you love in your forties and beyond fifties, sixties, all the years, yes, it's possible. No, I haven't reached those ages yet, but I've coached tons and tons of women who have. And these things are true for all women who want to be back in a body that they love. The first thing is that your weight loss has way more to do with your mind and your thoughts than it does with your food. So yes, we have to change what we're eating and maybe we have to change what we're doing as far as like exercise and things like that go. But that's the easy part. Like I could tell all of you like, here, go eat these things and you would lose weight. The problem is actually doing it right. And so if you're not working on your mindset, it makes weight loss or weight loss maintenance nearly impossible. The second one is changing your focus from trying to lose weight because you're punishing yourself to trying to lose weight because you love yourself. And that sounds super cheesy, but let me give you some examples. So if you view exercise as punishment for food that you ate during the week, or if you view having to eat a salad for lunch as your punishment for letting your body get out of control. Like if those are the types of things that you say to yourself or that you think, then you're not necessarily trying to lose the weight because you want your body to feel better, right? You're doing it almost from like this place of being angry with yourself, being disappointed in yourself, whatever the case is. And the reality is this, we've all at some point put on more weight than we've wanted to have on our bodies. It's, it's very rare that somebody hasn't experienced that. I know that there are some people, but I don't know many of them and I wasn't one of them. Um, and so the only thing that you can do about that is go, okay, well, this is where I'm at now. And I'm making the choice to do better for me because I want to feel better. I want to look good in my clothes, but I want to feel better. And I want to do this because I love myself, not because I'm punishing myself. Sometimes it's difficult to make that shift and it may not seem significant, but I promise you that it really is because you'll be able to stay the course with your plan so much easier. And it'll be so much more enjoyable when you're just focused on really healing your body, loving your body and wanting it to love you back by performing in the way that you want it to. 
then the third thing is that you've got to figure out what your body wants. Like what are the foods that are going to fuel you? You are a different person from me. You are a different person from your bestie. And there are certain foods that are pretty much good for everybody, but there are lots of foods that are good for me that might not be good for you and vice versa or different combinations of foods. And so generic diets don't work. We know that it doesn't matter what the diet is, name a diet. It has about a 5% efficacy. Why is that? Well, partially because it's not dealing with the mindset issues that are key. But the other thing is that it's not individualized. It's not personalized. It's not taking into account who you are as a person and what you need. So you got to get clear on what it is your body wants, boo. Number four, hitting your goals. Now, this one is true with weight loss or anything else in life requires a tribe. This is non-negotiable. The people that we surround ourselves with, we model their behavior because it is normalized for us. Um, And so that's one reason why we have to be surrounded by supportive people. But then the other thing is just the encouragement, the learning. Like there's so many reasons why we need to be around people who have walked the walk that we're trying to walk. So if you don't have a healthy tribe of humans around you and you're trying to level up your health, get one. Number five, having a coach, a mentor, or any other expert in your corner is hands down the quickest way to shortcut weight loss that I've ever seen. Um, And it's not because there's any weird tips and tricks that they're giving you. It's just that you're borrowing from that knowledge base that that person has, and it's shortcutting you having to learn things for five or 10 years that this other person already has knowledge on. So borrow from the knowledge of somebody else whenever possible. Number six, I kind of already cheated and told you this in the intro. It's that doing life in a body that you love is not all about the number on the scale or the size of your pants. Like, yes, will we be more comfortable if we're at a size that we're happy in? Yes, but here's the thing. Sometimes we hit that goal and we're still not happy in our body. And that has a lot to do with one of the earlier things that we talked about, which is doing this from a place of self-love instead of self-punishment. Because if you're on this trajectory that like you're trying to punish your body into looking a certain way, Sometimes you get to the original goal and you're still not happy there. You'll still keep nitpicking every little thing that there is about your body. Maybe you've lost as much weight as you possibly could, but now you're upset about your stretch marks or now you're upset that you're you don't like the the way that your rib cage sits or like there's always something that we can nitpick about ourselves. So it's this strange paradox where we can get to a point where we're grateful for our body and where it is right now while making progress still and getting ourselves to a more comfortable, healthy place, but still loving on ourselves. Does that one make sense? I hope so. Cause it's probably the most important number seven, comparing your journey to somebody else's is going to make you miserable and it's going to make you quit. So in this actually includes comparing your journey now to your previous younger self, like well, when I was 20, I could just skip a meal and I would lose weight. And why isn't that working? And blah, blah, blah. The fact is your body's in a different place than it used to be. And dwelling on what used to be so easy for you that is now not easy for you is only going to frustrate you. So we had to play the, the cards that were dealt, right? And whatever those are, we can always be making improvements. It just may not go as fast as it used to. It may not go as fast as the person next to you. 
but we all have a different body. We all have a different set of genetic circumstances. We all have different schedules, family dynamics, dieting history. And sometimes when we see people losing weight rapidly, they're wrecking their bodies by doing that. And they're guaranteeing that they're going to put the weight back on. So it's never wise to play the comparison game because you may not even be comparing the same, the same type of thing. Right. And it's just not helpful. So try to put your horse blinders on and stay in your lane, ladies, and not worry about what everybody around you is doing. Number eight is to take small, consistent actions instead of this like boot camp style mentality. So isn't it better to do one small thing for a year than do something like all the things all at once, but only be able to stick with it for a few days, a few weeks, or even a few months like that do all the things all at once. Like I'm going to completely eat paleo and I'm going to go to the gym six days a week, even though I currently don't work out at all. And I have a really busy schedule and like, you're just going to do all the things you're going to burn out. Right. And so real lasting change is built with small, consistent habits one at a time. It's called habit stacking. And so you don't need to be super aggressive to get to your goals. Number nine is that eating rabbit food is not going to get you the body composition that you want. So we think we have to just live off of salads and cucumbers and this and that and the other. And if you're doing that, you are going to lose weight, but you are not going to be losing only fat. You will also be losing muscle. And so you will end up in one of two situations. One, you'll end up skinny fat. I was there for a while. You get down to the weight you wanted to be, but things look fluffy and they don't look like they used to at that same weight. That's because we've been dieting too much and we've lost too much muscle or you will lose the weight and then you will put it right back on and you'll put on even more weight than you did before. So this is a fun one. And I'm going to tell you, instead of having a salad, you go eat you a nice steak, girl. Now, number 10 is that the reason that most people do not hit their weight loss goals is because they do not believe that it's possible. That is 100% true. Uh, if we do not believe that we're capable of doing something, then we don't work that hard at it. Like if we can't see that it's possible, we're just kind of like, well, I'll try this. We're dabbling with that. We're never committed enough to the process to bring about the change that we want to see. And then what's even worse is that every time that we do these little, like I got my toe in the water, you know, I'm, I'm kind of trying it and then it doesn't work. It solidifies our negative belief. It makes us think that, oh, see, this is evidence that I can't do this, but it's not actually evidence that you can't do it. It's just evidence that you weren't really all in with your process, right? So those are the 10 things that I wanted to share with you guys. This is going to be a super brief episode, but here's the deal. Doing life in a body you love is 100% possible for every single woman listening to this podcast, but it's going to take being very intentional with what you want from your body and also being very intentional with shifting your mindset to a place of gratitude for how amazing your body already is while you start to make improvements to it so that when you do arrive at the goal, you can appreciate all of your hard work. You can recognize it and celebrate it. And honestly, you should be able to celebrate it along the way. It may not start off that way, but 
as you start working on your mindset, you can actually start to have some gratitude for your body and where it's at right now while you're making improvements to it. And that is how we are actually happy and content in our bodies. Yes, at the age of 40. Yes, at the age of 50. Yes, at the age of 60, even in our 70s. And so I hope that one of those things kind of struck a chord with you that like, ooh, maybe that's where I need to be focusing. I would love to hear from you guys. Um, which one was your favorite tip? And which one do you think that you struggle with? Let me know. And I will catch you all next week. Thanks for tuning in. It is my mission to give women back the confidence that they need to show up bigger in their lives. Right now, the world more than ever needs women who are on fire and living their purpose. If you want to join me in this mission, there's a few things you can do. One, you can share this podcast with the women in your circle. Two, you can join me in my Facebook group, Simplified Fat Loss, or you can subscribe to my newsletter at NikkiOday.com. 